Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sent shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hi there, all you aliens in the Planetary Union. Uh, welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. With me, your captain, Greggy Hochstetler. And as always, I'm joined by the very best in first mates. Uh, I'm going to get right out in front of it at the beginning here. No, Tim is not on the show. Uh, if you heard the Thanksgiving episode, you heard how upset we all were when there wasn't a new episode. We were planning on it. Um, and it, it really took Tim hard. Um, he, uh, Okay, I don't want to get into it, but it, he has been hospitalized um, for his own safety. Uh, he didn't think he didn't think he didn't think there would be a new episode, and uh, he, he took it really hard. And uh, I just hope he gets out in time for the finale, Tim. We're praying for you. I hope they let you listen to this podcast where you are. Um, but enough about that asshole. Let's talk about the people that did make <laughs> it to the show. We've got security officer and best podcaster, Miranda Fisher. Is yes. Here. Thank you. Thank you. That's me. <laughs> Happy Alex Arbor Day. Yeah, we still say that. Why not? Yeah. And then uh, we've got uh, alien expert, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Ahoy, matey. Wait, um... saying I, I, sir, and a happy over day to all. Thank you. Uh, and then, uh, if you've been following the, the, the official Yorville Twitter, um, you know we've had a, uh, contest going where the biggest fan could get on the show. And this week, our winner is here. We've got Mocklin1989 himself. Uh, Andrew Nye from England is here. Andrew, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I wish it was under better circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, at least you don't have too big of shoes to fill. It's not like Miranda's in here. That's true. How how are you with numbers? Uh, Not great, but I've got a calculator wrap up, so... Yeah, that's all you need. (laughs) I've been practicing my gain impression as well, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Tim never used a calculator, and it seems like that would be really easy. Um, yeah, but he always had his Texas instrument out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. That's pretty funny, actually. I um, don't... I don't. Can you explain it for me? Well, he'd have his... Uh, 
his Texas instrument out. What's that? That's just that's 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 just the same thing that you already said, Miranda. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but uh, everything's bigger in Texas, Miranda. I live here. Oh right, I forgot. Oh, it's bigger than what? <laughs> Well, you know, Everything instruments in is, is normal size to me. Oh, true. I hope you you're safe out there uh, with all those instruments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but so Tim has his penis out, but uh, beyond oh. that, let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, wh- what are we up to this week? I, of course, we're going to talk about the Orville, but before we get to that. Um, I, I found this really cool clip online. Uh, you know, Seth MacFarlane, he is, of course, the god. We love him. Uh, he's the creator of the Orville and the star. He's Captain Orville himself. But did you know, he also does voices and stuff. He's out there all the time. He's on uh, shows and stuff. Oh, what's that, Kev? No, I heard that he does these uh, voices on other shows, too. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that show, Family Guy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> He's like every you know every voice on there. I love that show. Sometimes I put it on while I'm having sex. It is <laughs> kind of like my background jam, you know? I so did it's, have it's, a... It's kind of like Seth's in the room, just kind of like... Well, I don't want to step on Tim's toes, but he's not here, but he's kind of in the room like, Oh, Peter! <laughs> I, I did have a, a, a boyfriend who would try to have sex while he was watching Family Guy. Wow. Well, I hate to give away the secret, but it's kind of a thing uh, in the message boards for us guys who <laughs> kind of like to get Family Guy on, you know, while we uh, have sex with a lady. It's a point of conquest for us men. So I hate <laughs> to say, but you've been... Uh, <laughs> you get, like, you're points just a, for you're just, a, you're just a statistic right now, Miranda. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, another Family Guy love making session. Oh, it's good. I'm so, it's good. I'm so good. cold when you say it. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a you know you help get the girl going, you know, by putting on like have like Seth doing like eight different voices in the background. That always gets the lady kind of loose. <laughs> okay. Andrew, are you going to say anything on this episode, or were you just planning on listening? I'm, uh, I, I'm a big fan of the show, so it's really just like a, I want to be here to listen to a, a show as it's being recorded. I mean, if I get to say anything, that's a bonus, but <laughs> just yeah. just hearing the episode as it happens is, uh, is all I need. I don't know how you won the contest. <laughs> I think I was the only entrant. <laughs> no, 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 of course. There were hundreds of people Thank entering. <laughs> I didn't read Andrew's essay. I don't know what that said. Yeah, was, I didn't read it either. Yeah, I was the only one that saw it. He said very complimentary things about me, so that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, anyway. Well, congrats, dude. <laughs> so, uh, the clips we're going to talk about this week uh, came from... Uh, Harry Connick Jr.'s talk show, uh, which I didn't realize existed until I saw this clip. Um, but now I'm a, I'm a fast, you know, fan because it was so good. Uh, you, you think of the greats in, you know, talk show history: Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, um, 
you know, all the, all the, all the grades, those two mostly. And then <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Hell yeah. Of course that he's just right up there with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, Seth went on, uh, this is a very funny clip, and you guys are gonna love this. Here we go. What impression would you like to do? You know, I, I do a, I do a, I can do a passable uh, Kermit the Frog. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but let's let's mix it up a little bit. Um, maybe not sort of the typical. It isn't easy being green, Kermit. Right. Maybe right. we could have you list um, like uh, medication commercial side effects. What an interesting, <laughs> what an interesting off the cuff idea that is. <laughs> okay, that was the first one. <laughs> That was really funny. Like, uh, of course, <laughs> it's already funny. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they have to uh, think these bits out ahead of time, like we do on the the, or- the official The Orville podcast. It sounds like we're coming right off the cuff with this stuff, but we actually plan this all ahead of time. That's why it's yeah. so good. Miranda and I worked out that whole family guy love making thing where. I just kind of talked for about like you know a minute about it, and she sat silently. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, everybody laughed at that because of uh, the funny, awkward dynamic you guys had. But that was because you planned that exquisitely ahead of time. Well, we're like the office. We like to do our little. Miranda's looking at camera. You know, all, you know, with that, oh boy, here he goes again face, but nobody else can see it, unfortunately. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, and it, so uh, Harry had a great idea to come up with, you know, medical side effects. That is a really funny idea because Kermit the Frog does not usually do that kind of thing. Like he's not on commercials although that would be pretty good mm-hmm. i feel like i've seen him he's not on commercials well mm. i'd be doing those whatever those pills are if kermit was doing that so <laughs> he, sh- he should he should start doing it yeah or maybe he could do like uh <laughs> he could start doing audiobooks you know by kermit the frog that would be really good Mm-hmm. Just have Seth do it. That's true. That's why I want to write a Viorville novel so I can get Seth to do the audiobook. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I can call him on the phone. Yeah. Of course, he was on the first episode of this podcast, but. Uh, but to talk to him again would right. be great. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Andrew? What would you like to hear Seth talk? Say. Honestly, anything. I mean, that guy could read the phone book. He's uh, he's got such a good voice. I mean, read I think the I. Phone book. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, how do you know? Well, have I guess it's just him? wishful thinking. Have you heard him do it? <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, he might not have a phone book. I mean, it's all you know. Well, that was the big that was the big thing with him in college was the girls, all the rumors. They'd be like. Oh, did you hear Seth can read the phone? Well, you know they kind of like <laughs> snicker as he'd walk by and say that stuff. You know, yeah. like he was the he was the phone book guy on this campus at your college. Yeah, my college. <laughs> Everybody was talking about how Seth oh, MacFarlane can read the phone book. Did you go to school with Seth MacFarlane, yeah. Kevin? 
No, I, I will. I went to the same school as Seth MacFarlane, not at the same time, but I went after, and he's just such a big presence on campus still. <laughs> like, it feels like he's still there. Like, you walk by, you walk by a set of lockers, and you're like, man, maybe Seth one of these lockers. So. <laughs> Wait, so you went, you went there when he was already gone and already famous, but people weren't saying, oh, Seth, Seth, that's family guy. They were saying, Seth can read the phone book. <laughs> yeah, they were saying, Seth, Seth, they're saying, they would say, basically, they'd be like, whoa, you like family guy now, back when he was here. Dude could read the phone book. <laughs> you know what would be a good idea? We could make an app where Seth does read the phone book, and then anytime you need a number, you just go to the 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 app, and then Seth will read it to you. And uh, I guess wow. hmm, I don't know how we'll make money with that. I guess we'll charge for the app or something. Yeah, people would pay a lot of money for that. Okay, well, Seth, uh, you're listening, I know, so just get with us on that one. Uh, we'll make that right away. I assume Tim knows how to make apps um, if he ever gets out of the hospital. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if, you know, I know he can read the phone book, but I don't want to push him. <laughs> so maybe we'll just have, maybe we'll have him just read, like, numbers one through like nine, like zero through nine, you know, and, mm. and we'll kind of have Tim <laughs> plug and play the rest. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. And then, but we also need him to read the names, but maybe we could get like one of those guys on YouTube that do Stewie impressions to do that part. Mm. Yeah. And then Seth doesn't have to do that. And then we'll hire one of those guys to just have on a uh, retainer. So... Because they're just multi-talented geniuses, mm. all those who can do anybody <laughs> who can do Stewie's voice or any cartoon voice is kind of a genius. So always good to have. If you can get him for if we could lock somebody in now, that would be good. Andrew kind of sounds like Stewie. Oh my God. <laughs> Andrew, can you say? A lot of people tell me that. <laughs> can you say victory is mine for me? Uh, no. Oh, damn it. Oh, no. All right, well, only because I, I won the contest, it's a special favor to you. Okay. Uh, because to get into character, I think I'm uh, a woman, uh, uh, the fat man, uh, victory is mine. Oh. <laughs> as close as I can. Oh. Wow. You're close. You're getting <laughs> getting here. Honestly, I don't even like to try it because it, there's one master who can do that, and uh, I'm not even close to state's level. That's true. Uh, so let's see. So the second clip, um, this one's a little short, and it's very visual. So I'm going to play it for you, and then I'll explain what happened in it. Thank you. Let's, thank you. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, Harry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, so that very real laughing, um, that was because Harry Harry Connick Jr. pulled out a uh, clipboard. Um, yeah, that's what that clip was. Everybody, that was, that's pretty funny. Yeah, everybody was cracking up. Um, Harry Connick Jr. did a very real sounding laugh, and uh, Seth was also really surprised for the clipboard to appear. Uh, let's see. Yeah, like I said, that one was short. Uh, this one is, I don't know. 
Let's see. All right, here we go as I'm seeing this for the first time. Should we have a little tinkling piano under this? I'm so good I can just imagine right. a piano playing is, and it just happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I feel like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Mr. Rogers. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to my neighborhood, Seth. <laughs> okay, now it's that kind of banter. It makes Harry Connick Jr. such a natural fit as a talk show host, you know? Yeah, I do have a question mm-hmm. about it. Was Seth already being Kermit? Like no. <laughs> no, the Kermit impression part hasn't started yet. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm saving that for last because that is definitely the icing on this cake. Okay. Um, yeah. So Harry, Harry okay. you know, sorry, Harry really fits that role naturally, but he's almost like kind of like a bargain brand Seth anyway. <laughs> if you think about it, like all his music, <laughs> His, from his music to his acting, it's all kind of like Seth, but just not, to his looks, it's just like a kind of like a Walmart Seth. <laughs> so if you, I, you know, you're a huge, everyone's a huge Harry Connick Jr. fan and, you know, his late night, you know, Mr. Late Night himself. Um, but if you could just imagine Seth doing that, now that's like your, that's going to be the next, uh, whoever that guy was, uh, Jimmy uh, Fallon. He's going to be the next Jimmy Fallon, Seth. Well, yeah, the the problem is anytime Seth like appears anywhere or, you know, you just stop to think like, hmm, I wonder if Seth would be good doing that. Obviously, you mm-hmm. want Seth to do all these different things, but he's one man. He only has so much time. Um, so that's the problem yeah. there, I think. You call Harry. Yeah, you call Harry. If Seth doesn't answer, you call Harry. Right. So exactly. we want we want Harry to do what, what, what to do the Stewie. Part? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, well, I don't know if Harry can read the phone book, but if he can, <laughs> we'll get him in do some readings on the phone book for us. <laughs> that's a good idea. Okay, so we've all been waiting for it. Here we go. Here is uh, Seth being inhabiting the role of Kermit the Frog. All right, so this is uh, this is uh, medical side effects in the voice of Kermit the Frog. In the voice right. of Kermit the Frog. Uh, uh, nausea, uh, constipation, dizziness, muscle pain, rash, itching, tingling, indigestion, increased frequency of urination. <laughs> Decreased frequency of urination. <laughs> Excessive hunger. Increased sweating. Sore tongue. <laughs> Use caution when driving or operating heavy machinery. Yay! All right, there we go. There we go. That was masterful. The way he heightened it at the end. <laughs> and kind of... There was almost a scene. Like, I thought I could see Kermit operating a forklift and just flipping something and screaming, Ah! And yeah. uh, only Seth can do that. I kind of I feel was very excited uh, oh, by yeah. this clip because at first I wasn't familiar with the uh, with the Walmart Seth, but then I thought maybe they're equal because he's like, oh, I feel like I'm in Mister Rogers, and then the other guy goes, oh, welcome to my neighbor, and it's like, <laughs> oh, he's got Seth on the ropes. <laughs> yes, and then it turns yeah. out Seth takes that and he he's like a judo guy and he uses his momentum against mm. him because he turns it around and he destroys him <laughs> and that's what makes him the number one A-list star yeah and Harry Connick Jr. is just like melting basically from being being blasted by Seth here 
and I think I don't know is this the clip where they say they fired Harry Connick Jr. the next day because Seth destroyed him here <laughs> oh god that's so sad <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen that clip actually. I'm not sure if that is this. It could this be. might not be the one. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel bad for playing this at the beginning of the episode because that is such a perfect comedy bit. Like, how are we going to heighten on that in any way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Should we just call it? Well, we're not. <laughs> we're not a comedy show. We're. Oh, true. Yeah, we're, we're we are breaking down systematically getting to the bottom of the deep, you know, ethical, moral conundrums of traveling in space with a crew of 300 of your favorite best friends. That's true. Uh Yeah. I I really like the way you put that, Kev. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I forgot that we aren't a comedy show. Um, I do try to do jokes a lot of times. I've I've seen the emails. I've seen the forum posts. I know um, everybody's sick of me trying to do jokes. I apologize. Uh, I, I'll try to do better this episode. Yeah, and if if you guys would just go down to the funny ball and, and watch Greggy do his set and watch him in his one man show, and you know maybe if more people fill in those seats, Greggy will <laughs> feel less of a need. Be busting all his jokes, trying out all his material on the podcast. Well, like I kind of don't want the podcast listeners to do that because, like, my entire act is just stripped from the Orville. <laughs> <laughs> all the great Orville jokes I'm always doing on stage and pretending they're mine. It's crazy that you're not <laughs> like one of the biggest acts out there right now. Well, the problem is everybody knows the Orville. Everybody has seen this show. And they're like, it's serious. They're like, it's not funny. You know, like, you can, you can laugh so much, but, you know, we might as well just play the Orville for everybody. And play, Ooh, that's a good idea. Play some clips on stage. That would be pretty good. I mean, I, I wonder if we would get in trouble if we made the podcast just be us playing the episode of the Orville for people. Mm-hmm. I think that's what some of these other podcasts already do. <laughs> that and is they're kind definitely of true. in trouble. So, oh yeah, of course we wouldn't want to be it's, them. It seems criminal almost to do that. That's why. Okay, yeah, like it's so tempting to do that. I, I kind of am in their headspace now. I kind of know where they're coming from, but still, on the other hand, I do have morals, so I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm not going to take money out of Seth's pocket. That's just not what I'm going to do. Well, guys, I think it's time for us to start talking about this episode. Yes, yes. Uh, After after last week, when there was no episode, uh, so down in the dumps, so sad. Tim, we're with you. (laughs) Uh, Tim, yeah, I hope you're recovering. it, it, even if he can't make it back for the finale episode, I just hope he can come back for season two, season three, beyond. Uh, Tim, you, we, we're praying up for you, okay, buddy? Just such a weird way to do it, but. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so the Orville episode 11, New Dimensions. Uh, yeah, so in this episode, they go through some kind of anomaly thing. Uh, they go to a 2D land where everything's flat. Uh, the krill come while they're gone, and then they go away, I think. I don't really remember that part. Uh, there was a guy, there was a monster that was eating spaghetti. Uh, Bob of Ark. Yeah, I think that was pretty much it. Uh, so if you haven't seen the episode, there you go. But really, stop watch, stop listening to this. Go watch the show and then come back. Yeah. Uh, my first note is Dan is back. Dan is there at the beginning. Uh, he's Dan. trying to be friends with uh, John Lamar and Gordon Malloy. I wonder what Dan's last name is. Mm, that is the million dollar question <laughs> of the show. Do well, aliens like have last names? Their... What? Do aliens have last names? I mean, yeah, Alara's an alien and she's Alara oh, right. Catan, right? True. And Bordis is Bordis, 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 I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, and, um, well, my I'm guess sure. is that they're they're building up to a big reveal in the finale of what Dan's last name is. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to get just not a. I want to see a Dan's species, his home planet, stuff like that. Then we'll get to the bottom of, uh, you know, his last name. Maybe we get to his home planet, and um, when he arrives, they say, "Oh, welcome back, Mister," and then we find out his last name. That's the <laughs> way I hope it is. I hope it's a um, a driver of a car who says, "Welcome back, Mister Dan," and it says his last name. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Ooh. My my wish is that it's Kitan, and it turns out they have an episode, and he's from uh, the same planet as Alara. It turns out they were brother and sister the whole time. Wow. <laughs> they look really different. They look really different from being brother and sister. Well, these species, you know, maybe the male is very different from the female. Well, we did see Alara's dad, and he didn't look well, that different. Well, you don't know that he was... Maybe she's just uh, like a half, whatever she is. Oh, true. <laughs> Maybe that's not her real dad. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe Dan's her real dad. That's even more. <laughs> what if Dan's her son? Because what if, oh my God, what if they catch Dan opening pickles and they're like, huh? Seeing somebody do something kind of like that. Have Dan and Alara ever been in the same scene together? Are we sure Alara and Dan are not the same character? Whoa. Mm. Um, I don't know how that would work. What if it's all a simulation? Oh, true. What if if this is all just in Dan's head? What if (laughs) Dan is just... And he's in solitary confinement because he, I don't know, murdered a kid or something like that. <laughs> and this is all, he kidnapped a kid and this is all in his head. So I, that's why that's constantly reoccurring of the children being kidnapped. And, yeah. Um, then he's starting to insert himself into the fantasy, like as time goes on. Yeah, as he was getting away with the kid, he had to punch a lot of women in the face. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that is such a big aspect of the show. Uh-huh. Um, and his secret fetish is he's a big vor guy so that's yeah. also why that's in the show uh, which we got in this episode uh, John Lamar what's that 
Finally. Oh, <laughs> finally. Well, it's in every episode, but <laughs> uh, John Lamar and Gordon, uh, they put uh, a piece of Yafit in the buffet and Bordas freaking ate it. Oh, man. Bordas. And this is this has uh, been talked about and great, funny comedic scene. Bordas can eat anything. So, yeah, <clears throat> you know, he probably uh, he probably ate him and he didn't even know. So this well, is why yeah, that is that is what ha- we saw. What happened? We <laughs> you don't have to say this is probably what happened. I mean, I mean, look, and then you know his stomach might be acting up, and uh, you may, I don't know. My guess is they'd be like, "Wow, this is weird." Even with your strong stomach, that you know you don't feel so well, and that's just what I think might happen. <laughs> I this think is, that- this is really one of the strengths of the show. So they weave the canon throughout every episode. And you, you just, when you see this scene, you see that Bordas has, uh, has eaten a piece of Yafet. You think back to that time at the table when Gordon and John were talking. They were saying, this is our new fun thing. And little did we know back then that this was going to happen, that he would eat a piece of Yafet. And, and it was going to have these hilarious results. Uh-huh. You, know what it made, you know what it made me think of? And this is just another example of like the world building that this show really does. You know, Bordas comes in and it turns out that he ate a piece of Yafit and it really brought me back to the time, I don't know if you remember this, that that Gordon and John were talking and they said that they put a piece of Yafit onto the buffet table. Does anybody yes, remember yes, that? Yes, yes. Dan was there. And Dan, who do we think Dan's mom is? Is it Alara? Or is it maybe somebody else? Or is Dan Alara's dad? It's funny you should say that, Kevin, because that... You saying that kind of reminds me of um, w- when we were uh, recording the official The Orville podcast, episode 11, um, before, and we were talking about, like, maybe what Dan's last name is, and uh, maybe it could be Catan. I think someone said that. Uh, it mm-hmm. might have even been Andrew, mm-hmm. our uh, number one fan. Andrew said that. Wow. Uh, it really just, just, just goes to show how masterful and how intentional Seth is with his writing. <laughs> really? And he- hello to that dog. I want to say a big one of that dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> the, the doctor says the best thing to do for Bordis, uh, who has <laughs> swallowed a piece of Yafit, is for Yafit to go inside of Bordis's mouth. That. And, and pull this piece back out again. Like, that is the best plan for this? Okay, well, now see, this is good. This is funny because, you know, you remember when Bordis, remember when they were at the lunch table and Bordis was eating stuff and they realized that Bordis could eat anything? And uh, he had a really strong stomach. And I thought, and, and like, as we were watching this episode, I thought, Okay, why did they choose Bordis to be the one to uh, eat Yafit, eat a piece of Yafit? Isn't he the one with a strong stomach? So, you know, why would they put it in his stomach? And then they said that it still hurt his stomach no matter what. So I like that they kind of just uh, said, okay, Bordis can handle anything, and this still hurts his stomach. So they have to get it out. I thought maybe it would be cool if, you know, it was okay with Bordis and then Bordis just kind of, because then he could poop it out and then it could come back later. I I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I wish that, you know, it lasted longer in Bordis' stomach and that it didn't hurt him. Uh, 
so he could poop it out later. <laughs> or maybe uh, mm-hmm. y- he would digest the Yafit, and Yafit and Bordas became kind of the same guy. Uh, you know, they, they merged together into one character. Uh, I think that would be good because Yafit is so funny and silly, and Bordas is so serious and logical. If you put those two yeah. together, that's like one normal person. Yeah, Bordas hasn't sexually assaulted any characters, and I think he um, could can have some sort of you know raising those numbers by proxy. Andrew, do you want to run the numbers there? <laughs> uh, just gonna. Carry the one. Okay, yeah, it doesn't doesn't compute. It says does not compute. No, so he couldn't. He couldn't sexually harass any more people than he's already doing. He just doesn't compute well. <laughs> numbers on. I don't know. Tim, we'll get when Tim's back here. If you know, if Tim's ever good. Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't think. I don't think he could. I think it would be very difficult for him to do so. Maybe okay. it's just not in his nature. It's not in the Mocklin uh, nature to to do that. It is an all-male species, after all. So, you, so no. you think they'd be experts at... Well, I... <laughs> That's a good point. I was going to say there's no women around to kind of, you know, wearing anything silly to make them... Oh, no. You know, <laughs> Kevin, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. So... Uh, John Lamar and Gordon Moy get in big trouble for this Yafit thing uh, for that scene. And then once that's over, it's never mentioned again. Well, uh, it makes you think, are these guys, these are the guys that are going to be running the ship one day, maybe? You know? I don't know. You know, and they're goofing off like this. It's just kinda, yeah. It's, it's kind of immature, in my opinion. I guess. Like. Like, like Orville, he can be funny, but he's also, you're like, you respect him the whole time. And these guys kind of lost my respect there. Yeah, I guess uh, John doing that to Yafit kind of uh, leads to Yafit being, uh, you know, mad at him later in the show. Especially when he, well, I don't want to get to that yet, but. Uh, okay, so there's there's a big. Oh, we we forgot to mention the whole reason for this party is because the engineer guy is retiring or something or going to another ship. I didn't really get that part. Like, why was that? Yeah, his best friend died. He's probably all fucked up and he's just ready to call it uh, call it quits. You know, his character, as far as I'm concerned, is emotionally out of it. All the laughing and fun he was having at this party is fake. It's all a cover up. You know, he's broken inside after he lost his best friend. And you can just, it's, you can read it in his eyes. He has those Dan eyes, you know? Yeah. So I think that is all true. And that's the subtext of the scene. But I did just watch this a couple of hours ago and he says that he's off to, uh, going to design a space station for more money. So I think oh. that's, that's an interesting choice. I think it's it's definitely a transferable skill. You know, you could move from an engine room of a, a spaceship to designing a space station. It's uh, it's pretty much the same job. Well, you know, it's like, can you turn a wrench? Yes. Can you draw a new space mm-hmm. station? Yes. Absolutely. 
Well, the thing is, probably what happened was the Planetary Union uh, finally decided to take a look at his uh, file and they saw the <laughs> <laughs> he had a really good aptitude for space station uh, development. And so they promoted him to that. Yeah, it turned out he was an architect and not an engineer. And he just <laughs> he just been kind of going going along with it. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. an artist. You can tell the way he hit on Priya that he's an uh, he's an artist. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Kelly looks at John Lamar's file for some reason. Oh, I think because is she looking at his file because of punishing him for the Yafit thing? Why? Why was that? I don't remember. Uh, Andrew, you watched this episode three times. Do you remember why? <laughs> uh, sh- she gives uh, John and Gordon uh, a formal reprimand, which goes on their records. Uh-huh. And she then immediately recommends John for a promotion, which is <laughs> kind of weird to do on the same day. But uh-huh. uh, So she was just putting it on their record, and then so she happened to have their record out. Yeah. Uh, well, see, that's, that's Seth. Like, th- I think that these things aren't connected. They don't have anything to do with each other. Why is this happening? But then uh-huh. we stop to think about it, and oh, wait a second. Everything is the way it is because that's how it has to be because of how s- smart Seth is. It's kind of like the, uh, the Best Picture winning film, Crash, where you, you think you start out with these separate elements, and then all you know throughout the, the process, you notice that the, the synergy and the connectedness of it all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've never seen this movie, and before we move on, I'd I think it would be really helpful if you could just, like, well, give a brief synopsis. Um, Ludacris and his buddy are just walking along town, getting oh. in vans full of Chinese immigrants. Okay, why? Because Terrence Howard is mad. Terrence Howard is buddy? Guy... No, Terrence Howard is doing his own thing. Sandra Bullock is not feeling the guy changing her locks. And the lock guy is not feeling the Arab neighbors. And the Arab neighbors are not feeling... I'm oh, sorry, I was just putting a musical bed under this. <laughs> um, I assume this movie was based on the Dave Matthews band sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and basically, it all ends with Ludacris fronting a Dave Matthews cover band, and they have to, they have to oh, save and everybody else the goes to the concert. The little league. Yeah, they have to save the Little League. Oh, at the Battle <laughs> of the Bands. Yes, he unites them all, and he says, Crash, Phantom. <laughs> and then, they win the Battle then, of the Bands? The car comes and hits them, and it's very oh. sad. Oh. And then you have your Oscar. And Matthew Dillon's like a molester or something like that. Well, th- thank you. I feel like I have a way better understanding of the Orville now. Yeah, so that's yeah. what happened there. <laughs> um, then they hit a squirrel. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it was yes. actually some kind of anomaly thing. Uh, they knock into that, I guess. 
uh i i watched this episode one time and uh it was i I watched it with some friends and i was trying to make jokes and stuff at the time again this is this is my downfall every time i try to make jokes i know um but so my my notes aren't that good and i didn't pay that good of attention uh what what was the deal with the anomaly andrew they hit it or i think they sort of scraped it it only it only hit a section of the ship Oh, okay. Which, uh, which they go and investigate later. It didn't hit anything important. Mm. So they had they had to go into the anomaly, or they were in the anomaly already. Does it matter? Did did any of that matter? Uh, kind of. Oh yeah, it did scrape it because the place where it hit, there was like empty quarters there, and uh, Isaac and John Lamar are sent to uh, investigate, and on the way. <laughs> Uh, the doctor's kids catch up with Isaac and want to go as well. Um, I think it was just a way to get those kids back in the show for a second. Uh, <laughs> the plants are all dead. Uh, there's a guy named Plovis that should have watered them, but they don't know if he did water them or if they're dead because of the anomaly. Um, I don't know if that was ever <laughs> uh, brought up at all again. Now, I I know Seth is a film buff here, so... I don't know. This might be a bit of a stretch. Maybe I'm giving Seth too much credit, if that's possible. But do you think that he keeps they keep referencing the anomaly, the two dim, the, the anomaly, because he likes the movie Anomalisa um, by Andy Kaufman. Hmm. Hmm. Is there is there a dead plants in that movie? No, but they're um, it's like stop uh, stop motion animation. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like this kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's see. So yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have Have any of us seen that movie, Anomalisa? Sounds like Kevin has. Uh, hold on, let me Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's a real movie buff. Yeah, uh, Anomalisa is uh, uh, stop motion. No. Okay. <laughs> <And I'm laughs> okay. That was the one thing that we did know about. <laughs> <laughs> And when they enter the anomaly, they kind of turn into like a flat as a pancake, kind of like a <laughs> kind of like how stop motion animations like all two D flat as pancake <laughs> cartoons, True. like South Park. It's like South Park, <laughs> okay, or Family Guy, maybe. Or like Family Guy. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Isaac comes back with a report or something. I don't remember how we get back to Kelly and uh, the Orville talking, but they do. Kelly accidentally lets slip that, uh, well, she just says something. I don't remember what exactly. Like, uh, she slips up when she's talking to him, and he immediately jumps to the conclusion, like, it, it did not seem natural. Like, that, that was his first thought that she was the one that uh, mentioned or pulled for him to be promoted to captain of the Orville. Um, and he immediately goes to talk about it with uh, Admiral Halsey. 
Well, yeah. Well, I, and I said this. Uh, I actually made a little joke um, when when we were, when I was watching it. Uh, when Seth goes to talk to Admiral Halsey, it turns out that um, Kelly went she's like a little f- fucking snake, snuck around, <laughs> slithering on the ground, um, went behind uh, Seth's back and got him a job, like a like just a scummy person would, you know, oh, got him a job. A- like we got him reinstated as a captain after uh, Orville went AWOL, um, you know, which is kind of like something you see, think like, you know, you'd never get a second chance after doing something like that. Um, but, you know, like leave it up for the snake to get it done. <laughs> uh, who knows what she did? But I, I made a little joke. I said, wow, Admiral Halsey, what, what Kelly did was actually kind of admirable and ballsy. Um <laughs> Because oh, so you admire Kelly. Because, now? Oh, who's because, Team Kelly all of a sudden? Because only because if she didn't do it, I mean, obviously, <laughs> if, if Seth wanted to get the job, he could have. But if she didn't do it, I don't think maybe we might not even be watching this show right now because maybe the character doesn't. Uh, maybe Seth goes on and he does something else great. You know, like maybe we're not watching the Orville. Uh, maybe we're uh, watching. Well. I'll say I'll I'll tell you how it'd be different. We'd be having the same show except Kelly wouldn't be on it, so it would have been better. That's true. She kind of <laughs> did snake her way into getting the job, uh, like first mate. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like fucked up what she did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After all these episodes, it's like I I kind of like almost forgot about uh, that terrible thing she did, where she got the Orville the job. Um, that he loves, uh, and I, I wasn't pissed off about it, but then, you know, it all gets raked back up that, you know, that those scars haven't actually healed and, uh, it's just so painful to watch, you know, to just be reminded exactly what a snake Kelly is. Yeah. I mean, well, she's just like a cobra, but you know, like instead of being in a instead of being in like a basket in India she's on this ship <laughs> in space mm-hmm. yeah that is true mm-hmm. how about you Andrew you obviously you're not team Kelly I assume no never never ever how, how dare you okay. I, mean, I think yeah I, I was right from the very first episode when we found out that she'd uh, slithered behind the Orville's back to get in this job. It was, you know, a pretty horrible thing to do to him. First she cheats on him and now she gets in this job and it's oh, just an awful thing to do. She's a terrible character and person and I hate her. But, uh... Real, real uh, quick, Andrew, it's just like... I didn't really understand. Andrew, real quick, it's just like yeah. you saying that, it's like it's not even a year after you cheated on him and yeah. you're already sneaking behind his back and getting him a job. Yeah. Like, like you, you, it's, it's only been a year since you cheated on him. And now you're going, I'm sorry. That just blows my mind. Uh, sorry, go ahead. You were talking about I mean, how, yeah, she, how you she slithers her. up to Admiral Halsey and whispers in his ear, all this, uh, this rubbish about, she's like, you know, get my, get my, this guy a job. He should be on a ship. And it, not a good ship, but like a small explorer <laughs> ship. Get him like a, a, a mediocre job. It's just, it's such a horrible thing to do. She can't leave him alone. 
Oh, true. Do you think if she hadn't done that, he would have got like the best ship maybe or something? I have to assume. He must have been on track. He's like the best guy in uh, the Atlantic Union. Mm-hmm. He's their best captain and, and person. Uh, it It is interesting that they, they're in the middle of this mystery and he stops to, you know, raise this question with the Admiral. Like, uh, I, I, I guess it just shows what a huge priority this is to him. Uh, because, you know, of course, the Orville would generally be all about duty and, uh, you know, helping duty. out this. <laughs> okay, never mind. I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. That was too funny. Uh, we get a second on the, the uh, bridge where Gordon says he wants a cat. And uh, Isaac says, why would, do we need a cat? And he says, for companionship, to pet, that sort of thing. Um, and Isaac comes over and pets Gordon. That was really funny. That made me crack up. Yeah, that was great because um, Isaac is so smart that I think to him humans are like cats. Ooh, I hadn't put that together. That's really cool. I think that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- I was just laughing at the face that Scott Grimes, our <laughs> very own Scott Grimes, made when uh, Isaac started petting him. It was the <laughs> like I didn't get what I didn't get why he was petting him, but the face. <laughs> Yeah, and the face Isaac was making too. That was cracked me up. Yeah. I have to say I don't I don't think we've talked enough about Scott Grimes lately. The one episode where we talked about him so much I felt like after (laughs) we discussed him, I just knew him so much better. You know? And lately it's just been like, oh, whenever he comes up in the episode, that's like that's the only time we're gonna talk about him. That's true. Sorry. Well, for me it's like after we had our big talk, I, I, you know, I was starving for a week because I couldn't walk into my own kitchen because it <laughs> was just not as good as I. Every time I walked in, I thought of Scott Grimes's kitchen, how I wasn't in his, you know. So, I was like, <laughs> what's the point of chopping up these these, these scallions? Yeah, <laughs> I had they're a, not Scott scallions. I had a similar experience where. I I went hungry for a long time because every time I walked into my kitchen, I just started furiously masturbating, thinking about Scott in his kitchen, <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't cook myself anything, so I was otherwise occupied. I apologize. Man, that is that's rough. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was a tough time in my life. It's confusing. <laughs> Well, Scott yeah. does have other songs. Maybe we can talk about one, another one of his songs next week for you. We haven't even talked about You Know What song. I don't, I don't know. What's the famous one? Who's had a street name in it? Oh, right. Sunset, yeah. Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. I kind of feel like those assholes over at the Orville will be canceled kind of ruined that for us because they scooped us on that one. Uh, but it, it does make sense. That would be the perfect song to talk about on the season finale. I mean, it's just a perfect song, period. Yeah. Okay, well, we don't want to get too into it because we're going to save that for next week, I think. Uh, but of course... Did we t- did we sorry? Did we talk a lot about how Yafit just like shoves his like <laughs> penis like nine feet into Bordis's <laughs> stomach? Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> I yeah, thought that Bordis. shot went on for just the right amount of time. <laughs> it's easy to overdo that. 
and it can make it seem almost pornographic, but uh, <laughs> I thought they judged it just right. I liked uh, Bordis's eyes, how they kind of went up, like... <laughs> like, oh, well, come on. Uh-huh. I, I would have loved it if they kind of, like, glazed over like he was really enjoying <laughs> that happening to him. Although we haven't seen uh, the any sex scenes with Kikon, so he, you know we, <laughs> we don't know what pleasure is to a Mokwin. Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> that might have been something he really liked. Who knows? Let's see. <clears throat> Let's see. Okay, so uh, oh. oh, I would have loved if. Uh, Corvon walked in on it because he's oh, always yeah. talking. He's always talking to Bordas about how he's not getting any booty, not getting any action. He's always like, "Bordas, I have needs. Oh, Bordas, when are you going to give me the boom boom?" <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that would have been great. Like, hmm. it just would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume that. Seth thought of that and he didn't include it for reasons we don't know uh, because if it would have been you know if it would have been good for the episode then he would have included it I guess he just decided not to yeah the, there's probably a whole episode devoted to like um, Bordis and Keepon are like a uh, you know where they, like they he, you know where he plays up stereotypes of like a gay relationship or something <laughs> like that so yeah, if it's this not is, the, the oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, if it's not the finale, then I'm sure we'll get it in season two. Oh, uh, I was gonna just gonna say, this is why we need webisodes, right? Like they're just like too many stories to tell, not enough time to tell them. It's just there's too many avenues for for comedy when when you have two males in a relationship. <laughs> so, yeah, just. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just, uh, you know, if anything, it gives me hope for how much, uh, you know, material there is to come. And how we got more than two seasons. You know, let's say that. Uh, so right. they, they go to, uh, inspect this anomaly more, I think, or they're going to leave or something. Uh, but this guy, Blob Rock comes in, uh, he gets in the way. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he is the breakout character of the, he is everything Dan wants to be. It's That's true. true. That's actually very true. Uh, yeah. So they they hail him. Uh, he's eating spaghetti on screen and he's talking in a different language. Uh, so I guess their translators don't know how to translate what he's saying or something. But it seems like they know what he's saying, doesn't it? <laughs> that was a little weird. Seems like he should have been speaking English like everybody else on the show. That yeah. is weird, but there was an anomaly somewhere oh, around. True. Remember, oh. So. oh, maybe oh, they don't understand really each other because uh, you know they they warn him that the anomaly is there, but he goes through it anyway, and then he comes out the other side. He's dead. So maybe he didn't understand what they were saying, and he went in anyway. Hmm. Mm. Andrew, you watched the, the episode. Do you do you know if that is the case? Uh, yeah, he, he turns up. He does speak English a little bit. And then um, Captain Orville tries to talk him out of going through the anomaly. Well, he doesn't know there's an anomaly, but 
He says, don't go over there. And then uh, Blobberax comes at him with a bit of sass, and he has to turn to Isaac, who explains that he just said, go shove it up. And then the captain interrupts him, because that's not the kind of language you need on the bridge. Then, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Blobberax does go through the anomaly. It's shit, sort of squishes flat, then unsquishes. It's a very cool effect. Uh, and then they take a shuttle over, well, the where team... they discover, unfortunately, the Blabberak has, has died. Wow, you the when you do that Michael Caine impression, <laughs> it's, it is it is captivating. Yeah, so wow. Blabberak was like one of the best characters ever in the Orville so far. Uh, it's very sad that he's gone already. Um, He'll be so back. Sad. You know what? I think there's. I hope that every season there's like a new Blabberack that kind of pops in because they did make the joke that that is a very popular name. So I think maybe Seth Anglin is something here. You know, it kind of like. Do you guys watch Rick and Morty? <laughs> What's that? I tried to watch it, but it's just too smart for me. I'm kind of dumb. I don't get physics and stuff. Okay. See, <laughs> so, so I didn't get the jokes. So I've been kind of dabbling in Rick and Morty, and they kind of do like this crazy stuff where they have like guys like who will pop up in their universe. And I think that's what Seth's doing. He's kind of like, he's starting to build the world, he's starting to build this universe. Um, and the Blava Rocks are going to be one of the funny guys that comes keep popping up. You got your Dan's, you got your Blava Rocks. I mean, you got, got lots of other stuff. I just hope there's more and more every episode. We get another one. Uh, like that karaoke guy on the one episode, he was really good. And we got Dan. Dan... I love Dan at first. He's kind of uh, a little lame this episode, but um, that might just be me looking back after, you know, getting to know and love Blob Rock for that brief moment. Yeah. Well, Dan's not eating any noodles or anything, so. Yeah. He's kind of just. Give him some food or something, maybe. Or don't. Like, I feel like if he starts eating spaghetti, I'm just going to be like. I miss Blabberock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually, yeah, that's a genius. Yeah, note to the showrunners do not give Dan any <laughs> spaghetti. Uh, so, because of John's really good scores, uh, they decided to make him the head of engineering even though Yafit was the one that was next up to do that. And Yafit is pissed about it because uh, he got passed over for his promotion, but also it was by the bad boy that did the bad prank to him. Uh, so he was not happy about it. Uh, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, it's very fair. <laughs> he was supposed to get reprimanded, but instead he got promoted. <laughs> Well, you know, it's a, it may not be too much of a promotion with the uh, with I think they're establishing the what, what I'm calling the curse of the engineer, where your best friend is gonna is to die in front of you, Wait, no. And, no. and you can't do anything. No, because you, know, you, think, you think they're gonna kill Gordon on the show? No, they can't. Watch, 
watch Scott Grimes die. Just watch the. <laughs> just I'm just saying this finale. I've been hearing crazy things about it. I've been hearing it's going to be wild. This is just one of the theories that I've read about. So it's the, the curse of the engineer and <laughs> and and how his best their best friend always dies. In Ooh, front of them. <laughs> Have you been seeing that on the forums as well, Andrew? Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of talk about that. I mean, I think the interesting thing is that there's sort of a love triangle here. It's just that John thinks that Gordon is his best friend. But Gordon thinks, of course, that Captain Orville is his yeah, best friend. That's, that's... So John's chasing a dream, really. I mean, he's, he's never going to get from Gordon what he needs. Uh, yeah. And I think maybe that could play into the death of Gordon in the finale, uh, which is, I mean, basically confirmed at this point. <laughs> it could be Dan dies. It could be a so. setup. Yeah, this, this could be a oh. Dan. This could be a Dan death. Um, Interesting. That would um, be ironic because he is trying to get into the friend group in this episode. Maybe in the next episode, you know, it starts off with John being like. You know, Dan, at first I didn't think that you belonged with our group, but now I think of you as my best friend. <laughs> and then as soon as we see that, we know Dan's days are numbered, you know? Yes. Well, Dan can never fill in. I mean, we all know why Dan's being uh, brought in. He's to fill to fill the hole of uh, the engineer leaving, of our engineer leaving. With that character gone, we need a new character in the show to kind of, you know, pick up that slack. And um, that's what Dan's for. Um, and let's face it, he's not filling that role. He's not. He, Blavrock came in basically a bright, shining star, you know, glow, burning the brightest, uh, so dying the fastest. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then, you know, it just makes, like, Dan look so bland and, like, moldy and gross in comparison. So, you know what? If Dan dies, I would, you know, I'm I'm hoping, I'm praying John is tell, calls him his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they established in this episode that anyone, no matter how much we love them, can die in this in this universe, you know? Blob Rock is one of the best characters they ever thought of, and he died. So yeah. it only makes sense. Like, who, who's who could be next? It could be Scott Grimes. It could be Bordas. It could be anybody. I mean, I don't think it could be oh. Captain Orville, uh, but it could be anyone else, basically, on the show. I don't. Can Can Isaac die? Is that he possible? did die one time before, but they brought him back. Oh yeah. So I guess yeah. not. He can't really. If 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 Orville dies, it's only because Blavarock is coming back in some way. <laughs> yeah. hmm. And he'd be the new captain. Yes. How, was or, was or he married follow- to Kelly at one point? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love for Kelly to be Blavrock's first mate. That may be fun, because I think he would handle her a lot better than, than Orville was. I wish that Kelly, if she was going to cheat on Captain Orville, I wish she would have cheated on him with Blavrock. I mean, it would just make a lot more sense, I think. It would uh, make me not hate her quite so much, because I'd be like, well, I get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, season two, episode one, it starts off, uh, you know, that cold open. Is, <laughs> uh, Captain Orville is coming home from work. Uh, he, he goes to the door. He hears a uh, family guy playing inside. <laughs> he opens the door. And there is Blob Rock and Kelly going at it. And he just, uh, smiles and goes, Oh, you guys. And, uh, leaves. Oh, that sounds great. I, the only, can I offer one suggestion? What's that? I think he should join in. Oh, okay. I, I think he should be bringing home some some uh some food and he's like i brought some spaghetti and then like ever <laughs> then they all they're all happy Ooh. and dan is there just looking <laughs> in through the window wish, wishing he could be involved <laughs> okay so let's see uh yeah they put john in charge of engineering he doesn't know how to be a leader so he brings candy for everybody uh gumdrops but then he he gets mad at Dan for eating the gumdrop before he was supposed to, and he takes everybody's candy away. Uh, he he's kind of a bad leader, I have to say. Like he doesn't want to do this job, and uh, Kelly makes him do it anyway because like she's kind of a bad leader too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a terrible leader. Yeah, this is the problem. She's always getting people jobs they don't want. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I wrote him off right, like right away, like after that gum, to the gum drop thing. I pretty much wrote him off. I said he's never going to become a good leader. Uh huh. I mean, big mistake, obviously, <laughs> but you know, I wrote him off then. I think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> something, something about gum drops. Yeah, I was just thinking about gum drops. They She's like gum delicious. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes gum drops. Well, I think that was the big the big problem with the gumdrop test was that everybody likes gumdrops. Yeah. Uh John and Yafit actually kind of work together pretty good on this at this point. Like uh Yafit has a good idea for putting a quantum bubble around the ship. Oh yeah, the krill are coming, right? That's what the whole thing is, the why they have to go inside the anomaly. They get uh, word that krill are coming, yeah. so they're like, Oh, we gotta so hide like, in this thing. We have to we have to run away from the krill. Yeah. Just hug the donkey. Gosh. <laughs> I feel like they never hug hug the donkey anymore. Well, it's just it works like a thousand percent of the time, so I don't understand why. I don't. <laughs> well, maybe it, in, Seth just thought it was time for John and Yafit to get their own chance to hug their own personal donkeys. Um, so they they come up with the idea for this quantum bubble thing. They go inside of this anomaly and they don't get destroyed. It's great. They don't get killed. Uh, the krill come. They look around. They're like, "Oh, where, where are these guys?" Um, do, do the krill then just leave, Andrew? I don't remember what the deal with the krill was. We don't. Well, the krill are, are chasing down their the rifles that Blubberuck has stolen from them. That's oh, why they're, they're coming. and Alara picks up. The- box of rifles and then they realize they've got to go but uh the moment that they choose to go into the anomaly to escape from the krill then uh we, we don't find out what happens there they're entirely inside the anomaly oh okay man blob rock so crazy so <laughs> wild man stealing Just, from the krill like what a freaking what a freaking nutty badass 
fucking wild, man. <laughs> this is the Billy the Kid. This is the whatever, you know, the God, I don't know. I don't read a lot. We saw that it took Captain Orville and Gordon all that effort just to steal a Bible, basically. And <laughs> and Blobberuck's stolen twenty crates of rifles. Uh-huh. And this guy is is maybe the most powerful being in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think we saw the last of him. I mean to me it looked like he was just <laughs> he just he looked like he was kind of drunk or something, you know? Like, he he didn't look dead, mm. you know? Like, he looked, I mean... Yeah, he was, on, like, right? bleeding from his mouth and nose and eyes and stuff. But then later, Captain Orville and John get nosebleeds, too, and they don't die. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's not dead. I think he knew that if he came on board the Orville, he would instantly become everyone's <laughs> best friend. And that is an instant death sentence on the ship. Well, he's got, you know, they're going to keep pestering him. Oh, you gotta, you can't be out there stealing rifles, like, you know, <laughs> gunslinging, being a badass, and eating your noodles. And he's just like, well, don't sign me up for this. I'm going to fake dead. Do my little fake blue secretions. I mean, I'm guessing, right? You know? And then, uh, you know, fake my death. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 you know? Like, I don't know what happened to his body. We never saw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they didn't show his burial at all. So. I'm sure they should have. I'm sure they should have had a crazy funeral. Well, I think because it didn't happen. <laughs> He's coming yeah, that's back. true. When they, I mean, I don't want to jump out too much, but when they come out of the anomaly, spoilers, they do, They there's no, there's no one around. So three Krill ships arrived, and one supposedly dead Blabberach, and then at the end of the episode, they come out of the anomaly. There's no ships around. So I think this guy has, has blown up three Krill ships <laughs> at his smuggler vessel and left. <laughs> He's a well, hero. Maybe he took a shuttle to each of the ships and, uh, <laughs> you know, killed all the Krill, you know, individually, one-on-one, so that he could steal their stuff from their ships and then, so self, you know, destructed the ships afterwards. So Blabberock, obviously, cool guy, super awesome dude, <laughs> sees the team. He's like, oh, okay, so if if the if if the if the team sees me just waste these three krill ships with no problem, <laughs> they're not gonna have any internal growth. They're not gonna have John Lamar's <laughs> never gonna be the leader that he needs to be, blah blah blah. You know, the team's gonna be begging me, they're gonna be chasing me all through the galaxy. Oh blah Brock, we need your help. Come on, please, you know, like you're the real boss. So this is what he did. He fakes his death. He 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 plans this all. He's twenty steps ahead of the whole game. He's Sherlock Holmes and them, you know. And, and, and yeah, Blobrock's the hero. It's simple. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really excited for. I mean, I mean, I'm even more excited for next week's episode. Now I can't wait to see that guy again. He's Han Solo <laughs> and Superman and Batman all in one. Yeah. Um. Did they did they take the rifles that Blobrock stole, or did the Krill just get those now that they got going the anomaly? I don't know. I think they didn't really show them. I mean, they only went over in a shuttle. I don't think there was room to take back all the rifles. But mm-hmm. I gotta I mean, say, if, that they take a couple. 
if I'm Blobberock and I wake up from faking my death and these people took all of the rifles that I stole from the Krill, I'd be pissed. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, I hope for the Orville's sake they didn't take the rifles then. I, I doubt it. I doubt they t- put one finger on those rifles. Uh, let's see. So inside the anomaly then, they're in that bubble. Um, then a uh, really scary Adobe after effect happens to them in the ship. Um, they get shaken all over the place. Uh, lots of shaking this episode. Yeah. Lots, lots of getting hit. It's a very intense episode. If you're mm-hmm. at home, if you have any sort of like, see if you get seizures or if you get any disturbed by shaking things, be careful with this episode. Uh, yeah, so the the bubble gets burst a little bit. It messes up their ship. The ship can't pull itself forward. Um, but then John, he does a good leadership, and uh, he thinks of a good plan for how to pull the ship with a tractor beam on the uh, shuttle. Uh, they, they have a little quantum bubble just for them inside of there, uh, and they, so they start to pull it, the ship forward. Um, I thought it was going to fail and they were going to turn 2D for a second. We were going to get a little family guy moment, uh, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, massive crossover potential, but at least they left the door open. You know, it hadn't happened this episode, but yeah, uh, we yeah. know a 2D dimension does exist. So it's and kind of a Chekhov's guy. gun thing. We know Family Guy exists uh, <laughs> in this universe as well. True. Do we? Because if Seinfeld exists, then... Yeah, then the natural progression would just mean that Family you know, Guy also has to exist. You know, the next greatest thing is, you know, since Seinfeld is Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Family Guy is kind of the animated Seinfeld in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's the show where nothing happens, but every you know everything happens. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, so they, the 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 two that are on the shuttle are Captain Orville and John Lamar. Uh, that that's the plan. Um, I don't know why the captain was the one on the shuttle. I didn't get that well, part. John says that he has to be on the shuttle so he can stabilize the quantum bubble. Mm-hmm. And he also needs a driver. So, of course, the captain volunteers himself because uh, he's oh. the best pilot on the ship. Because of how brave he is. And, yeah, he's yeah. the best pilot. Yeah. yeah, they don't usually have him pilot the ship. They usually have Malloy do it, who they've said is the the best, the best pilot. Well, I've but always I assumed they, they mean... I guess they just mean, like, apart from right. the Orville. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they make it through. Uh, the Orville decides he actually is happy with Kelly for giving him the job. Um, and he kisses her on the cheek. Uh, I think that was supposed to be a touching moment for some reason. But for that me, yeah, <laughs> it was like, okay, obviously the captain's judgment is there's something wrong here. Something's mm-hmm. going on. I don't know what it is yet, some but sort of I think we're going to find out. Some- yeah. Is this a simulation that Kelly has, uh, like, made to, uh, so she can masturbate to or something? <laughs> you know? I think he, he lost a lot of blood from the nosebleeds. I think oh. maybe he's still... I, I was like... Dead. I was like, if you're going to do this, you need to have a scene immediately where either he's 
rinsing his mouth out with soap <laughs> or he's like rubbing his face in like a smoking hot chick's boobs, you know, just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I know you love movies, Kevin. They could, they could do that one scene from Ace Ventura there where he's oh, just scrubbing oh, his baby. mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what do you, what do we think? Do we do we agree with the Orville? Was Kelly right to have done what she did? Um, I always agree with the Orville, but also Kelly was wrong, so it makes it hard for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not what she did; it's how she did it. Really, you know, mm-hmm. getting the Orville a job always a good thing, unless he doesn't want the job. You know, he did he want can, the job. He can so. get the job by himself, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, like if you're if you're gonna get him a job, call him up, say, "Do you want this job?" And if he says yes, then then you can just back off because you know he wants the job, so he'll get the job. Mm-hmm. So don't be a f- don't don't lay down on the ground. You know, don't, wiggle don't against a, a rock. Wiggle <laughs> against a, a rock so you can shed that skin <laughs> off because you're 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 getting all your dead scales off and you're slithering around over to Admiral Halsey, <laughs> snaking over, sticking your forked tongue out at him, asking for you know whatever, just doing snake shit, you know. Mm. I gotta say, Admiral Halsey can also fuck off because. <laughs> He knows what Kelly did, right? That's like, true. Why he, is he listening yeah. to anything she says? He's complicit, yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't we also find out that Admiral Halsey is a friend of Kelly's dad's? Didn't they say that at some point? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe all that's what is, it was all about. I know is Admiral Tucker would have been straight up with him. <laughs> Definitely. I think Kelly was very selfish because she she says in the episode that she wants uh, she was happy to to get Orville the job because now she gets to spend every day with him and of course that's understandable that <laughs> every single one of us would want that but if he was still back on Earth he'd have won the war against the Krill already I mean <laughs> they've they've put him out on this ship in the middle of nowhere maybe so the Krill will win the war I mean we don't know too much oh about Admiral Halsey. Andrew, you're finally saying something smart. <laughs> I'm just putting together all the fan theories on the forum. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm 100 behind that. Yeah, this is like we need to investigate Kelly, and mm-hmm. I, I hope Admiral Tucker and uh, you know gets behind this because he's the only one we can trust. I mean, for now, who knows? He could betray us. No, Tucker wouldn't do that. No, not Admiral Tucker. We'll see. Um, yeah, if that ever happened, I'd be the one that's tuckered out because I, I couldn't take that. Yeah, that's tuckered out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then uh, Captain Orville isn't the only one that's happy to get a new job. John gets to be the head of engineering he decides he actually wants to do it now that he did um, some good engineering and uh, save the day. Uh, and I guess Yafit is okay with that. We don't find out in this episode, but I have to assume that must be what it is. Yeah, I mean, how could he 
how could he uh, be upset about that? Mm. Uh, how, how happy were you that this was such a John Lamar-centric episode, Miranda? I was so happy about it. I was so happy that they finally revealed that John Lamar is really, really smart, because I could tell from previous episodes that that was <laughs> true. But I'm glad they finally said something about it. Um, I love that. Uh-oh. We lost her. Miranda. Oh, um, well, we lost Miranda. But do we all do we all agree that we do we all agree with John Lamar and that being cool, you know, being smart's not that cool. So it's kind of, you know, do you, you know, should you let people know that you're a genius, like a super genius? You know. Is that going to help you in life if people know that you're a super genius? Would you rather just kind of make them laugh and have fun? Well, here's the thing. Like, I, in school, I was always like, yeah, of course, I'm super smart. I'm a, I'm, I'm kind of a John Lamar type. I'm a bit of a genius myself. But it's just like, why even bother? Who cares? Like, I'm just going to coast through, um, do the bare minimum, and, uh, you know, just still be able to make it through because of the, the vast privilege that I – gain from being so smart you know yeah exactly i had the same problem in school it's like yeah i'm a super genius yes i can get perfect scores on everything and, and get any and i can pro- and i'll probably cure all the diseases and i have i literally have this potential because i'm a super genius i'm smart as the smartest species and they're like robots like you know uh-huh. like so but but that that's not gonna get that's not gonna be fun. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna laugh. You're not gonna be able to drink beers at the end of the day. Exactly. You know who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Like to throw away my good times? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you come from a, a community of farmers, they they're just never gonna let you live it down. I mean, if you go to school and you're getting perfect scores, you're never gonna want to. Uh, uh, to seem like an egghead. And that, that doesn't mean that you can't still go to the academy and score off the charts and have it put <laughs> in your records. I mean, that's that's still okay. But, you know, you should act like kind of a dumb guy in your day-to-day life. Because, uh, you know, just the, the thought of those farmers uh, insulting you is, is stays with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I finish what I was saying, or were you going <laughs> to continue? <laughs> oh, I'm well, sorry, we were being well, very rude. Andrew had this huge rant about farmers and, and what farmers are like but yeah go ahead um oh, i just want to say that i did enjoy that it was such a john lamar centric episode but i watched it with a bunch of other people and um that was a huge mistake because the other people kept talking over all of the important stuff that john lamar was trying to tell me in the episode that's really rude it's really rude yeah I'm sorry you had that experience, Miranda. Thank you. I hope they apologize someday. Yeah. I I don't know. If someone would be so rude as to speak over to John Lamar, they're probably, you know, not self-conscious enough to know that they really screwed up. So they probably won't apologize, but let me just say it on their behalf. I'm really sorry. On their behalf what? Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so John Lamar is now the engineer. Um, this really makes me wonder 
the, my number one question leaving this episode is who's going to sit in John Lamar's seat now on the bridge? Not Dan. Uh, it better not be Dan. Yeah, I don't think it'll be What's Dan. Dan's job? I think they'll probably move a Laura or maybe uh, Isaac or something over. Okay. Just just have them be more because fo- it is doesn't isn't it like uh how, what is our situation here looking at it it's like Bordis Bordis John <laughs> I I forget what it looks like. Mm. Uh, I think I think it's uh John and Gordon are kind of at the front. And then, and then Bordis and Alara and Isaac are sort of like off to the side somewhere. And then right mm-hmm. in the middle of everything is the Orville and Kelly. Yeah. It well, Dan works on the engineering. We found out in this episode because he was eating the gumdrops in engineering. Oh right, right, right. So he probably won't be on the bridge. Maybe. Um, why? Why can't John stay on the bridge? Yeah, that's true. That that was a theory that I heard that he would just be the one on the bridge still. Um, I guess he could then just run to engineering anytime there's an issue there. Yeah. Yafit, I'm sure, would really love that. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it would actually be a great leadership move to kind of just let Yafit run things down there. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. you know, like you know, if if he needs to lay the hammer down, he will. But you know, just kind of right. let you off and feel like he's in sometimes. Control. Sometimes great leadership is just about delegating. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, just wow. give Yafit the all the actual responsibility of the job, but then keep the title for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and don't yeah. have to soda. Mm-hmm. Chill out. Yeah, do they let him drink soda in the engineering room? Oh my we god, maybe see. That, that's maybe that's why he didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I don't think we've seen him drink soda at all since episode 1 either, but <laughs> Look, we know he loves soda. <laughs> that's true. Definitely true. He okay. wants the option to drink soda. That doesn't mean he has to take advantage of it all the time. <laughs> So yeah, that was episode 11. Wow, big episode, lots of big changes, um, lots of growth in this episode, really. Um, so I, I guess we're going to go through and rate it. Uh, let's see. I think we'll go with the, we'll, we'll let our biggest fan take the first reins. What are you going to give this episode, Andrew? Uh, I, I will give it a, a two out of two dimensions, highest, <laughs> full, full marks. God. Perfect episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, what do you say? Well, I'm going to give it um, 64 spaghetti noodles because that's how many noodles <laughs> I counted were in the cup of uh, Baba Barks. Uh, so, yes, the 64 uh, slippery, slimy Baba Bark noodles. <laughs> Perfect score. <laughs> Okay. Well, what do you think, uh, Miranda? I'm going to give this one um, 100 IQ points because that's what I assume John Lamar is because of perfect, <laughs> a perfect score. Definitely. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this one uh, five gumdrops out of five. Uh, it was definitely a perfect episode. 
I liked uh, Andrew's dimensions joke. I wish I would have thought of that. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll edit that out. I'm going to give it two out of two dimensions. <laughs> uh, I'll give it two out of two nosebleeds. And uh, one big vor scene where Bordis uh, takes a big chunk of Yafit down his throat. Oh, you know, there, there's kind of another scene where the whole ship when they're in that quantum bubble you know the ship's oh, kind true. of being eaten yeah, <laughs> kind of... so yeah another perfect episode again the best yet everyone is better than the last but actually i think this i guess one, they're this, all they're all tied is re- really what it is this one's gonna stick with me the most i think oh yeah like i'm never gonna forget any details about this episode yeah we we really learned a lot like, I guess about like the human condition in a way, because everybody was growing so much. Everything was, uh, it was just so tightly written too. I really loved it. Oh uh, yeah. So that was that. Uh, let's see. What kind of, uh, bits do we do on this show? Uh, the other podcasts, I don't know. I, I haven't even, uh, after they what, suck. They after, suck. right. After so what happened, about- Exactly. After what happened with Tim, I couldn't bring myself to even look into these guys at all, to even think about, you know, anything they've been up to. Uh, luckily, I did take a look at our reviews, and I want to give a, a little spotlight to somebody that wrote a review for us this week. Uh, Hella Chans wrote a five-star review. He says, yes, official. Um, Hella Chans says, this podcast is clearly official, and anyone who says it isn't, is actually a fake fan of the Orville. Um, yeah, that's true. That's right. Thank you, Hella Chans. Great review. Thank we love you. Thank you. Thank you. I Hans, do you think Hell? Hella. Oh, yeah. Helak. Helak. Helak Hans is the name, actually. Hans. Helak Thank Hans. you so much, Hans. Thank you for bothering to read the name of the podcast, <laughs> which seems too much work for some people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks, Hans. <laughs> uh, I, I I like how he mostly just talks about the title of the show. <laughs> like yeah. that's cool. Uh, and then that is good because it doesn't spoil anything for any listeners. Like, please try to keep your reviews as superficial as possible, so that people can then listen to the episodes and and not get spoiled on anything that we talk about on the show. I don't know if you uh, skipped over the other other podcasts section, because maybe this is too painful, but uh, did you know that Scott Grimes was on the Planetary Union Network? Oh my god, yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, Why are you bringing this up? (laughs) You're a pain in the ass, (laughs) Andrew. Well, well, I'll say this. Well, I, w- I won this contest fair and square, so you've got to put up with me. I, I'm really doubting your credentials as number one fan. This is the best we can do? <laughs> I will say this. They claim that they had Scott Grimes on the show. I don't know if that's true. I, I haven't listened to it. I don't plan to. Um, and I, I know what these guys are capable of and the kind of shit they get up to. I have no doubt in my mind that they have pulled a fast one on all of the listeners of Orville podcasts out there. And, uh, they have some actor on there claiming to be the real Scott Grimes. 
Oh, wow. Um, so who knows? Um, maybe I will listen to it. Maybe I will uh, try to bring you guys the scoop next week to, so you can find out whether or not it's real, whether it's legit. Um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. It, 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 just trying to listen to these podcasts, though, just makes me feel so dirty. It's it's not really worth it. Well, you're it's it's like um it's like when i watch the godfather like um yes they're talking about things i love uh to to for the metaphor you know like they're talking about pastas and all this and i love it just like i love the orville um they're talking about orville but i don't like the organized crime and it's criminal what they're doing so i just can't listen to it because they're criminals Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i could never watch you know the sopranos or anything like that because it just made me so mad to know that these people were doing crimes all the time and it's like i love i love pasta Uh and i love the Cadillac, mm-hmm. but this crime, the me, the way you, uh, you know, got these toys, you know, <laughs> not. and before anybody writes in, let me just say blob rock was stealing from the krill. That's not a real crime. That's actually mm-hmm. doing good for the galaxy. And he's in space. So, you know, it's not technically a crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know. I don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thank you so much, uh, Hellac Hands, for leaving us a review. Uh, and if you could, anybody else could go to iTunes and leave a nice review for the show. Um, I assume Andrew has, but it's just on the UK iTunes store, so I can't see that. Um, let's see. So the other thing we do on the show is we read tweets that people have written about the Orville. Um, everybody remember, use hashtag the Orville so that we can see your tweets. This week is start us off with somebody that's been on uh, the tweet report before. Laura Berenyi at Berenyi underscore Laura. She says, I choked on my wine. Maybe we hit a squirrel or something. Hashtag the Orville. That was really funny when they said that they thought they hit the squirrel. That was so funny. I wish they would have shown the squirrel, As, but yeah. it's still really funny. Or they could have called the anomaly the squirrel or something. That would have been good. Oh. Um, I do want to comment on the tweet. I think it should have been uh, sort of reversed. I think she should have put the quote first and then said, I choked on my wine because it almost seems like she's trying to put the focus a little too much on her, not enough on the, <laughs> the good, funny quote. Yeah. Uh, yeah this is, that's one thing that's making me sick <laughs> is <laughs> when I see stuff like that. So please, if you're going to quote the Orville, just let the Orville do the talking, you know, kind of back off, save your little jokes for some other shit, you know? Yeah, Honestly. like I do when I go do my comedy routine. 
I, I just quote the Orville. I don't I don't try to editorialize or anything. I just bring you the 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 good stuff that Seth wrote for me. Uh, let's see. RF Sharp at RF Sharp. Uh, he says at Seth McFarlane at Halston Sage. Any chance of hashtag the Orville merch for Christmas? My daughter loves the show. Wants to be a Lara when she grows up. Aww. That's really sweet. Um, that is sweet. Greggy, do your how do your daughter feel about Alara? Uh yeah, they well, they all want to be freaking the doctor because she's such a great mom. Uh and they all have crushes on Yafit. <laughs> well, I I don't know. Who is this tweeter? What was her name? Or uh this was a gentleman, I believe. This is R F uh, Sharp. What? Oh, uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently he deleted that tweet while I was because I just tried to retweet it and uh, it won't let me. So, huh. well, maybe he figured out that um, if your daughter wants to be Alara, you're gonna have to put her on a planet with gravity <laughs> like a hundred times Earth. So, yeah, good luck with that. I think your daughter is not gonna. <laughs> One not will will not survive the space travel. Two um, will die on the planet because the gravity is too much. So sorry. Yeah. yeah. What are the chances that that would succeed, Andrew, the numbers guy today? Ooh, <laughs> hard to say. Uh, let's just run the numbers. Uh, it doesn't compute, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, that's too bad. Andrew, you suck at numbers. <laughs> Is your calculator broken? I, I, it's saying that I that there's no internet connection. I don't know if I need one for the calculator, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess uh, I think it needs to update the numbers. Are you, uh, they might are have you released just, new numbers. Are you playing Boggle? <laughs> <laughs> You're just shaking up a Boggle? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's saying, uh, what have we got? Face. I, I've got face. <laughs> uh, I can make. Do, does not <laughs> compute. Uh, let's see. Arib Hyder at Arib Hyder says, at Seth McFarlane, I think hashtag the Orville is missing one thing, ellipses, in quotation marks, the Seth McFarlane factor. Uh, no. Yes. Agreed. Oh, you Wait, agree uh, with that? It has been missing that? a little. Can you read it again? It, he, it's missing Orville the is, Seth MacFarlane <laughs> The Orville is missing the Seth MacFarlane factor. I, in what way do you think? That just, okay, let me break this down for you. Let me break this down for you, new. Let me break this down for you newcomers, okay? The <laughs> Seth MacFarlane factor, factor at numbers guy, well, check me out, is means multiple, uh, you know, like multiplication, you know? So you need the Seth MacFarlane factor, multiple Seths, i.e. a Stewie, a <laughs> Brian, a Peter, a, uh, uh, who else is on the show? Quagmire. Quagmire. A... The Stewie? Stewie, <laughs> Brian. As we sit, Peter. 
Peter, yes, Peter, <laughs> Alois. Homer. You know, so so that's a whole, that these are the characters that you know. That's what they mean by that. So the you know we got to see Seth in some makeup in the krill makeup. Greggy, control yourself. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. I think what the, this person is saying that we need to see Seth in more makeup characters, you know, being more people. Mm. Okay. I get, yeah, I could agree with that. I would love to like, get more Seth on the show. He's like, already if, writing, directing, starring, but what if Orville has a twin brother, Orville? And, uh, <laughs> you know, mm. and then there are two of them on the, sh- on the ship. I mean that sounds pretty good. I just don't want him to to wear himself out, you know. Yeah. He worked so hard already. Yeah, Andy yeah. already has to take over Harry Connick Jr.'s show. That's true. Yeah. Just too much. Oh, let's see. I got one more. Helly O at Helly O Haint says, "At Seth MacFarlane, is it just me, or is there something kind of between John and Gordon?" Hashtag the Orville. That's a really interesting idea. I hadn't thought of that before. Like, I just thought they were friends, but maybe there is like a little more than friends action going on. I would love to see that explored in an episode. Yeah, I think uh, a, a lot of times we kind of focus on the Orville and Gordon, but it it would be really hot, you know, John and Gordon. And maybe Seth gets mixed up in there too. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yeah, count me in. I'm in. I'm in with all this. Um, I was gonna like. I mean, I know we don't do jokes, but uh, I was gonna say, yeah, I, I think there's something between them, uh, like three feet of space, maybe, because they sit next to each other. I don't know, like <laughs> three feet of some air. <laughs> That's a really good okay. joke. I like where I like where you're going. I'd love to hear the final version of this joke. Yeah, because I was gonna, you know, I, was, I have to, I have to get a picture of uh, of the bridge because I'm not sure exactly what is between them. I, uh, so we'll see. Okay. Will you? Um, can we start off next episode by you telling us how that joke turned out? I will tell you how it turned out. Yes. So we'll <laughs> <Great>. get... <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got one more thing. We got a voicemail here from a first time caller. Uh, if you would like to leave a voicemail, uh, you can always give us a call. The number is 775-285-6224. You know, a handy mnemonic if you want to just look at the letters on your keypad is splat job AI. Uh, that's an easy way to remember that. And you can call us up and just let us know what's going on in your life. Uh, maybe what you're thinking about the episodes. Uh, any questions you have for any of us? Uh, here we go. First time caller called in. Hey, to the official The Orville Podcast. Happy Alex Arbor Day and a uh, hearty eye, sir, to you and uh, over there in the podcast. And uh, let's get flat. Uh, this is Cliff. It's, I'm a uh, longtime listener, first time caller. I just called in uh, in the previous episode, Firestorm. We saw. Isaac's eye color changed from a white to red when he became spooky. I was wondering if you guys think uh, we're going to see any different eye colors from Isaac uh, in episodes to come and what those colors might mean. And uh, 
Guys, I uh, hope you guys play my voicemail on the show. I know I'm a first-time caller, but hope you'll trust my instincts because uh, my instincts is the only reason you guys are on iTunes. Oh, uh, aha, that was a joke. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, anyway, uh, bye. Okay, I, I just got that joke. Like He was pulling a, a Kelly thing at the end there. Uh, uh, but oh wow! See, at first I was like, "This is—is is this messed up?" I don't know what I'm—I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. Well, uh, I do want to say, Cliff, Cliff, I love you. Don't ever be Kelly again. <laughs> yeah, Cliff. It's not—it's not really a, a trait or a characteristic that's desirable in any way. Yeah, so that's please. not supposed to be a role model. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, far- you really messed up the format of the call. First of all, you say, hello, Miranda and the crew. That's rule number one. You end it with, I love you. I don't, I don't think I heard that. Um, so, Cliff, uh, just try maybe practice a little bit. Think about what you're going to say before you call in. Uh, but then, on the other hand, great question about the I thing. Yeah, I have, um, I- I'm sure, I'm almost certain that we are going to see a uh, blue and white eye for the Hanukkah, <laughs> and then a true, well, that'll transition into a red and green for Christmas time. And uh, those are the only two holidays uh, <laughs> that I recognize uh, around this time of year, so. Yeah. <laughs> What about, do you think there are any cool alien holidays? Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to really show those in his eyes. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to answer your question, do I think there are any cool alien holidays? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> will will uh, I mean, they be represented? Will they be represented in Isaac's eye colors? I don't think so. Okay, but okay. Let me narrow down my question a little bit. What holidays does Isaac's alien race celebrate, and why won't he reflect his own holidays in his eye colors? Okay. Well, I don't think that Isaac people have any kind of holidays because for them from what I understand and my anthro uh, apologic <laughs> view of him um, you know he's just you know uh, they, they don't they don't really get into all that shit you know they're just kind of by the by the numbers you know mm-hmm. ones and zeros and all that so maybe if they celebrate anything it's computers day or something like that <laughs> yeah i think uh alara will finally see one of these boyfriends of alara's that uh have always been off screen so far i think we'll actually see one uh probably in the season finale uh, and remember, Isaac did offer to have sex with Ilaria at one point. <laughs> He's going to see this boyfriend, and his eyes are going to turn green with jealousy. Oh, wow. Green. I believe that. That is a good one. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. You just said that the only colors that his eyes are going to turn are white and blue and red and green. Well, and he, he just sudden- meant... I think he just meant for for holidays. For holidays, like different emotions. So meeting, of course, meeting Alara's are gonna... boyfriend isn't even a holiday to you. 
Oh, she's got you there, Kevin. Oh my God. Yes, there is jealous of uh, jealous. There is the jealous holiday, jealous of the boyfriend holiday. Um, so that's celebrated across the universe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. So I, my bad for not uh, understanding as a holiday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's just my fault. Uh, that, <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you for apologizing. I appreciate it. How about you, Andrew? Do you have any ideas for eyes? Well, we never. I mean, when his eyes turned red, that was in Alara's. Uh, I guess well, it was. To, it's not a dream simulation. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I don't know if we've ever seen it happen canonically to the real Isaac, but I, I don't know why they programmed that into the simulation if he couldn't. Right, because he programmed the simulation, so he wouldn't. That's true. He wouldn't make himself do something that was impossible for him to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although there were like giant spiders and things. So. <laughs> yeah. so, I think if the holidays he would celebrate, it's difficult to say. I think. He, this, this race is very intelligent, and a lot of I don't I don't want to get on my soapbox, but a lot of holidays are religious in uh, <laughs> origin, and I don't think that his race would ever uh, celebrate anything that's so irrational. So, well, I, just, uh, I just want to clarify that I the question wasn't um, what holidays are his, are his eyes going to <laughs> to represent, but with colors. This is my personal theory of what the show is going to do <laughs> regarding Zach Elder. Uh, however, um, uh, I never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, so bad call, Cliff, but you keep trying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I think Isaac, Isaac, eyes. A C Isaac Auburn and Cream. I, his eyes are going to be Auburn and Cream. Isaac because A C at the end of Isaac. And A C is A C is what? Ack. Auburn, Auburn and Cream. And cream. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so. FBI, uh, if you ever need me. Uh. <laughs> uh, we got one last thing, the Golden Ori, but then I, I also want to talk a, a little bit about how this finale is coming up. Maybe uh, see if anybody has any ideas about what they think is going to happen. I've seen some screenshots, uh, so I, I've got a, a few clues to it, but uh, I would love to hear what people think. But before that, let me give out this Golden Ori. Uh, this is very difficult. It's very tempting to give it to Tim just to help buoy his feelings and stuff while he's out there in the hospital. Except for I don't know if he will be able to find out about it or anything. Hold on, Hold on. Greg. Oh. Someone's at the door. Someone's at the door oh, here. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, is it, it Tim? No. Oh, it's it's uh no, it's Dennis Leary. Here, hold on. <laughs> he's gonna come here. My favorite hey, comedian. T- Hey, hey, bozo! You tough guy. What are you? What are you sitting there? You're driving a that Toyota. That Toyota's dumb. It doesn't have half the horsepower that this F-150 has. It's the number one 
trusted truck in America. And hey, bozo, why you're over there worrying about how how many uh, horses your car can tow? This one can tow as many as you want. Uh, just put them as long as it's safe for the horses. Uh, so, uh, uh, all right, <clears throat> all right. So Dennis had to leave. Yeah, and that was our first ad for the Ford F one fifty. I just yes. want to say a couple of things about the Golden Ori. First uh-huh. of all, I would say, Kevin just brought in a guest who repeatedly <laughs> insulted you and called you a bozo, so I definitely don't think that it should go to Kevin. Um, Tim's not here, so it shouldn't go to him. And Andrew is not a, he's, he's not on this show. He's not even eligible. As much as I don't want Kevin and Tim to get it, I want Andrew to get it even less than them. <laughs> <laughs> I uh can I can I rebut that? Am I allowed to? Yeah, you did win the contest, so go ahead. Uh yeah, yes. I mean I think I do deserve the Golden Ori probably the most because number one I I haven't won it before, so it would be mean more to me, I think, than giving it to someone who who has loads. Mm. Secondly, it was sort of listed as the prize along with appearing on the episode. What? So I don't want to uh, like make this a legal thing, but if you don't give the gold glory to me, I will sue your podcast. And I I did, do have a law degree, so I basically know how to do that. Okay, wow. but that's in England, and I don't think that it's, England it's all the same. Apply, it's basically the same. I don't think so. In America, um, well, I, I don't do you think have we any... have to give you the gold glory. Do you have any celebrity endorsements that can really? <laughs> <laughs> Push you over the edge there. Uh, I think I. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. There's someone, someone at the door. Let me just. Uh, uh, hello, my name's Michael Kate. I, I think you should give the golden ori to Andrew. He's, he's so he deserves it. He's, he's, it was in the rules. You, you have to give it to him. I am so of Michael Caine coming in here every week and telling you who to give the golden ori to. Why is oh. he so invested in this? Well, you know, you don't you don't seem to appreciate Dennis Leary either. <laughs> I think Dennis Leary rude. thought he was on thought he was appearing on Hame Slides. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so that really pushes things in your favor. Um I just wish I could have heard from uh, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, wait! There's someone behind him at the door. He's behind Michael Caine, sir. Oh, hello, hello, Ricky. <laughs> oh, it's Stewie. No, hey, Ricky Gervais. And I'm not Stewie. <laughs> A lot of people get confused. I'm Ricky Gervais. Wow, hey, Ricky. I like your I like your shirt. Oh, thank you. Where'd you get it? I got it at, at the gap. Oh, Ricky, that's so. That's definitely Ricky. <laughs> uh, I've got to go by. Yeah, it's too bad Ricky didn't endorse you while he was here. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna go go and get him back. No, me, that's wait. okay. That's okay. There's not a lot of time left. Uh, let's uh-huh. see. So I'll give the gold nori to. Uh, I have to give it to Andrew. I don't want to get sued. 
what? Oh, if I boy. break the law, I'll be no better than any of these other Dorville podcasters out uh, here. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> no. Congratulations, Whatever. Andrew. Let's just say that this award is getting uh, like inflation or something is like taking place here. <laughs> well, they can't all be fats down. <laughs> Uh, like, I, I feel like he's due again he hasn't got one in a while I think, I think if Miranda had it her way they all would be Fats Domino no if I had it my way they'd all be to me but I can recognize when somebody else deserves a golden ori mm-hmm. alright sometimes it's Fats Domino do we want to talk about the finale or do we want to just be done Oh yeah, um, the finale Wait, is the finale um, next week, or is there? Yeah, one I thought more, there was thought. supposed then, to be thirteen, but everyone yeah. is saying the finale is the next one. Well, what the hell? I think because I think uh, well, okay. Well, my theory for the finale uh, for the finale is uh, they all uh, it's basically Justice League, whatever the plot of the Justice, <laughs> Justice League was. Pretty good. Uh, the screenshot screenshots I saw was they were like in like medieval garb for some reason, so I assume it's going to be something on that simulation room, or else mm. they've traveled in time, or they go into a planet where it's medieval times. That would be dope. Like kind of like a black knight kind of thing. <laughs> I think I think we're finally gonna get the the cartoon episode that we kind of expected in this last episode. Ooh, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Andrew? Any? I've been purposely avoiding spoilers, so I I don't know what to expect. But I, I hope if I could like wish for a finale, it would be. Um, Kelly gets discovered that she's an agent of the Krill and she gets thrown out of an airlock and we sort of watch her uh, die in space, basically, <laughs> um, while the crew sort of cheer. That would be fun for me. Um, wow. They, it, they, yeah, just or like an episode in the in the simulation room where they all just punch her. <laughs> Uh yeah, or maybe. Oh no, <laughs> she was offended. <laughs> no, uh, I was offended. <laughs> no, I I don't know. Somebody left, or it made the noise uh, as though somebody left. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, yeah, it um, I I left and came back. It wasn't oh, okay. for me. All right. Uh. My only other wishlist thing would be that we finally saw the Orville's genitals, like I keep saying every episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fox, lift the band. Lift the genital band. <laughs> this is what I've been trying to get on Twitter to lift this band. I've been, I've been tweeting the president nonstop, see if he can lift the ban on showing Orville's genitals. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think that's where we're going to leave you folks this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for being on the show. Um, get Erica TV. Yeah, get Erica TV. Get be- get well soon, Tim. 
Uh, congratulations for being on the show, Andrew. Oh, thank you. Tim, it's fucked up that you had to go do it at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Danger all those animals, you know. Screw the zoo. Screw the zoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tim, I get it. <laughs> uh, bye. But it's, it's, it's the zoo we're mad at, not the animals. Okay. <laughs>